Today on Because Radio, it's our special live episode in conjunction with CGNU's Pledge Weekend. On today's show, we'll be highlighting some of the community projects supported through the Winnipeg Foundation, as well as learn about the Foundation's Legacy Circle and our partnership with CJNU. All this and more on Because Radio. Hello and welcome to Because Radio, episode number 27. My name is Robert Zirk. And I'm Sonny Promolo. Sonny, this was a really special show for us. Um, This was our very first live edition of Because Radio on CJNU. Absolutely. Unfortunately, even though the live recording went on air, uh, parts of our actual taping didn't make it. Yeah, unfortunately, at the very uh, beginning of the show, the recording we weren't able to save the beginning of the recording which is why we're uh, we're bringing you this introduction here but to start the show off we're going to be joined by Brigitte Depap grant specialist at the Winnipeg Foundation we'll be joining her in progress and she's speaking to the foundation's youth in philanthropy program which engages young people in the world of philanthropy and speaking about some other projects that she's now involved with in her new role as grant specialist at the winnipeg foundation so here is our interview with brigette de pap in progress right here on because radio So we're engaging hundreds of students. Over 450 youth are part of our program from across the city. Yeah, the program really seems to be growing. And speaking of growth, uh, more recently, you've transitioned to a new role with the Foundation's Community Grants team. Uh, Can you tell us about the programs you're now overseeing? Yeah, I am so grateful to be a grant specialist and to be working on our special granting programs. That includes Nourishing Potential, Camp and Summer Program Grants, Literacy for Life. It was so exciting to give some of my first phone calls to grantees who are being awarded nourishing potential grants, um, things like snacks for the 24-7 overnight space at Spence Neighborhood Association, inner city youth coming together for cooking and farming programs at Fort White. These are remarkable programs and I'm so grateful that we're able to support them. What's one of your favorite things about um, getting to do the work that you do at the foundation? That's a great question. I absolutely love to meet with the people who are doing the work on the ground. To see the impact that's being made on a local level is just remarkable. Getting to go on site visits uh, is so inspiring. And I I absolutely love doing this work. Um, I also did want to give a shout out to Sunny. Uh, Happy birthday this weekend. Oh, goodness. Yeah, happy birthday, Sunny. (laughs) Yeah, feeling older. Before we let you go, if anyone listening would like to learn more about the youth in philanthropy, uh, nourishing potential, uh, or the Foundation's Camp and Summer Programming Grants, how can people learn more? That's a great question. So www.wpgfdn.org slash youth will bring you to our Youth in Philanthropy page. You can learn more about our Youth in Philanthropy program, summer internship program, uh, youth pitch party, our youth-led walking together Truth and Reconciliation Grant. So definitely check that out. And, you know, follow the Winnipeg Foundation to learn more about all of our special granting programs. 
All right. Um, well, thank you very much, uh, Brigitte de Pap, Grants Specialist at the Winnipeg Foundation, for joining us today and uh, telling us all about some of these interesting initiatives through the Winnipeg Foundation. Thank you so much for having me. Coming up next here on Because Radio, we will be joined by Noah Ehrenberg. He's a Community Grants Associate at the Foundation. And we're back. So joining us today right now is Noah Ehrenberg, Community Grants Specialist at the Winnipeg Foundation. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So Noah, uh, you've been at the Foundation for a bit now. Um, What inspires you most about the work that you do? Well, I think, uh, you know, philanthropy can change the world. Uh, I think uh, we rely upon uh, lots of different uh, elements in our society to make a difference, and I think philanthropy is one of those things that uh, can actually make a huge difference. Our uh, listeners might remember you from back in the River City 360 days where um, you were um, the convener of Community News Commons, and uh, since joining the Winnipeg Foundation's Community Grants team, you've been working with organizations in the area of health, wellness, and recreation. So I'm wondering if you can tell us about Uh, one or two recent projects supported by the foundation in this area that you think are going to have a real impact in our city? Sure. I'll tell you about one that we just uh, recently awarded a grant to. The uh, name of the agency is the Neil Squire Society, and uh, they are a national agency that is uh, trying to develop a local chapter here in Winnipeg uh, with regards to their program called Makers Making Change. And essentially what the Neil Squire Society does is they they, uh, host a repository of, of projects that are for people who have disabilities and so they connect makers people who make things with 3d bio uh, 3d printing and other things with uh, uh, people who uh, who have disabilities who need adaptive technology and the people who help people with disabilities such as uh, occupational therapists and so they put all these together and these people who make these devices uh, put them out open source on the internet uh, with plans with all sorts of uh, different things that help people build their own devices so that people with disabilities who um, end up paying large amounts of money for uh, very simple things that they need in order to do day-to-day tasks can actually get these uh, this information for free they can make their own device and it's amazing. I was at a toy hack uh, this week at the University of Manitoba where engineering students were actually hacking toys so that kids with disabilities could use them uh, the same way kids without disabilities could use them. So they'll make a, 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 um, you know, a device that uh, has a whole bunch of uh, uh, start buttons on it and instead they'll just make one button that the kid just has to hit. Uh, other things that really make a huge difference uh, to people's lives. Uh, that was one uh, program I really uh, I thought was um, it can actually make a huge difference in in the lives of people. You really get to be privy to a lot of amazing things, hey, Noah? Yeah, I think it's, a, it's a, you know, in the area of uh, health, wellness, and recreation, there is so many different things that are happening in our community, and, and, and a lot of issues that, uh, in, in particular, I'd like to mention mental health and addiction treatment uh, is a huge uh, area of need in our mm-hmm. community, and we're trying right now at the Winnipeg Foundation to make sure that this is something that uh, we can make a difference with. Absolutely. So what would you say is one of the biggest needs of community organizations, and how is is the foundation working to respond to that? Well, you know, they do such amazing work 
on such small budgets. So we have these great agencies that are making a huge difference in the lives of people, yet they have to struggle in order to survive. And unfortunately, it's an environment where they are struggling a little bit more because there's not as much money available to them. And so I think in this type of environment, an agency such as the Winnipeg Foundation fills a gap, fills a need that's, in, that's out there. And uh, we try and make a difference by, by supporting uh, a, a number of initiatives. Uh, and uh, as I say, in the area of uh, mental health and, um, and uh, addiction service, uh, addiction treatment, that's one area where we're trying to make a huge difference. That's excellent. So um, if anyone listening would like to uh, learn more about um, the Foundation's community grants, where can they go to get more information? Uh, just go to our website, wpgfdn.org, and uh, under the granting tab, uh, you'll find all sorts of information about the different programs that we grant to and ways in which uh, agencies can make applications to the Winnipeg Foundation. Fantastic. Uh, Noah Ehrenberg is a Community Grants Associate at the Winnipeg Foundation. Noah, thank you so much again for joining us today. thank you very much for inviting me, guys. It's uh, great to be here again. Absolutely. So, again, I'd just like to make a quick mention that our... um theme music is actually made by Noah's son, Micah. Hey, that's great. You know, I was tapping my foot to the last stinger that was into the uh, break here, so that's great. I appreciate the mention. Awesome. Well, thank you, Noah. Welcome back to Because Radio. Robert and Sonny here with you today on our live show here on 93.7 CJNU. And we are now joined by Carrie Ryan. She is a Community Grants Associate at the Winnipeg Foundation. Carrie, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Um, so, first of all, you've uh, you've worked with the foundation for for many years. Um, why why did you want to join the Winnipeg Foundation, and what inspires you about working in the philanthropic sector? Yeah, well, I guess I was inspired first of all by the foundation's phenomenal reputation in the community and the opportunity to do some really meaningful work that helps everybody. Um, And then since being involved in the staff here, I've really been inspired by the people that I come into contact with every day. So um, my colleagues who are so committed to the work that we do, the really inspiring um, community leaders that are um, at the helm of the community agencies that are doing such great work, the frontline workers that are taking care of everyone in our province every day, and then the phenomenal donors whose support makes it all possible for us here at the foundation. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you've been around the foundation for quite a while now, so I'm assuming that, uh, you know, you've had a lot of experiences uh, while at the foundation. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what inspires you most about the work that you do? Yeah, again, I think it's really just the opportunity to help, to give back, um, and to be a part of so many different projects across such a broad spectrum of the community. So the foundation, we we say that we do 360-degree grant making. That means we support organizations working in all different areas. And just to get to see that impact across the community, learn about what what people are doing, it's just a really amazing place to work. Now, as part of the uh, Foundation's Community Grants team, uh, you work with organizations in two of the Foundation's cause areas. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm wondering if you could tell us, uh, first of all, about a a project in the area of literacy, education, and employment uh, supported by the Foundation um, that you think will have an impact. Yeah, so there's some really exciting projects um, in the area of literacy, education, and employment that we supported just in our most recent round of grants. One of them that I'm really excited about is um, is by an organization called Outside 
outside looking in. It's their first time running programming in Winnipeg, and they're working with Southeast Collegiate High School here in the city. It's a four-credit high school dance program. So students at the school are taking part in a um, dance class. There's a professional choreographer that's coming in twice a week, teaching them how to dance. Um, It's four credits, so that means it's helping these students um, work towards high school graduation. And there's also a really interesting career mentorship piece to the program as well. So it's a really innovative innovative way of helping to address um, high school graduation rates, which are a huge issue here in the city. It's a, it's a really neat way of uh, a creative solution using the arts to help um, kids stay engaged in school and complete their schooling. Yeah, I definitely wish I received some uh, credits for dancing in (laughs) high school. (laughs) Uh, So you also work with organizations that support the environment and animal welfare. Could you tell us about a recent grant that supports that cause? Yeah, so there's a great local organization called Climate Change Connection. Mm. And as we all know, climate change is the biggest issue that we are dealing with right now. Um, Climate Change Connection does some really great work in the city in terms of providing some education and outreach, particularly to young people, but to folks from all walks of life, about, um, about the issue, about what they can be doing in their own lives to make a difference. And so we made a grant to help support some of their education and outreach activities awesome that's fantastic so and uh you know climate change you mentioned climate change being you know a really important issue um and certainly community organizations throughout winnipeg all have a variety of needs and and do so much on so little um what are you finding um in your experience that some of the biggest needs of local charitable organizations are and how is the foundation responding to that Mm -hmm. yeah well i mean i think that the biggest need is really resources as you said rob these groups are doing so much with so little um you know staff are are strapped budgets are strapped so our role as the foundation is to make grants which is to help alleviate some of those um, financial concerns help them to be able to put some of their really important projects into place um, and give them a bit of um, stability in their in their operations absolutely that's and that's so important to know from year to year to year that you can continue to do the great work that you're doing Mm -hmm, right absolutely Absolutely. So um, if anyone listening would like to learn more about the Foundation's community grants, specifically Mm -hmm. with environment and, um, you know, like literacy and all that, uh, where can people learn more? Yeah, well, you can take a look at our website. The address is www.wpgfdn.org. There's all kinds of great information there in terms of putting together an application, if that's what you're interested in. Or if you're curious to see um, some of the grants that we've made recently, you can also view uh, the list of grants that have been approved in the most recent round. That's great. Well, thank you so much, Carrie Ryan, uh, Community Grants Associate at the Winnipeg Foundation, for joining us and uh, sharing some interesting projects with us today. Thank you, guys. Coming up next here on Because Radio, we'll be speaking with Neneth Penas. She is also uh, on the Community Grants team at the Winnipeg Foundation, and uh, we'll be learning uh, about uh, project, another project uh, supported by the Foundation. Thank you for listening to Because Radio on 93.7 CGNU. Sunny Promolo here with Neneth Banyas, who is a Community Grants Associate at the Winnipeg Foundation. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. Good afternoon, everyone. 
So why did you want to join the Winnipeg Foundation and work in the philanthropic center uh, sector? <laughs> and what inspires you most about the work that you do? Mm-hmm. Um, so in the past, I used to work as a counselor and community development worker. Oh. And um, in 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 one of the agencies I worked for, um, we received um, a grant from the Winnipeg Foundation. Uh-oh. So I w- was one of those uh, workers who directly benefited um, from a grant from, from the foundation. And um, it, it was one of those situations where um, we needed some funding to address an issue in the community. And um, I just remember um, you know, being involved in the application and being um, really impressed in terms of how the foundation is um, very responsive and very um, uh, open in terms of ideas in the community. So I, th- and that's one of the reasons why I wanted be- to be part of the part of the Winnipeg Foundation. That's awesome. So mm-hmm. um, you know, being. Um on the side of with a charitable organization, now kind of being on the other side, mm-hmm. um, you know, as a grant maker, um, that definitely gives you a, a unique perspective into, you know, some of the things that charities deal with every, you know, in their day-to-day operations and in long-term planning. Mm-hmm. Yes, and um, I definitely, um, it's nice to have that um, experience being uh, a grant maker now. Um, it's definitely, um, I definitely take my passion from the community that I work with um, and their dedication to the community and their um, and also to their client. I always say like talking to organizations and learning about what they're doing um, fuels my passion and my commitment to our, our community. And so um, with the Foundation's Community Grants team, uh, we've been speaking to different grants associates throughout the day and, and learning about uh, their sp- cause areas and and projects um that uh they are you know that that they're kind of uh that they're involved with uh that they think will be impactful in the city um your cause that you um work with is children youth and families Mm -hmm. Uh, can you tell us about a a project that uh, you think will have impact on the city of course um so the project that i um uh, thinking about is the project from McDonald Youth Services, and it's the planting the seeds of reconciliation. Um, McDonald Youth Services work with many young adults, vulnerable adults, transitioning into adulthood and independence. And um, I've selected this project because it really um, it it supports um, the organization to create a space where um, traditional ceremonies and gardening um, and learning about culture can happen for participants, their families, and the community. Um, I believe that um, you know, working with participants one-on-one and um, having that space to reclaim their identities and also, um, you know, recognize their gifts will help them um, heal in, 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 in their process. So working with different organizations, specifically with children, youth, and families, uh, based on your experience, what's one of the biggest needs of the community organizations and how is the foundation working to respond to it? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's a good question because I've met a couple 
times with agencies recently and every time I asked about that question what's happening in the community safety comes in mind all the time mm. um, safety for workers um, um, you know for um, sometimes there are um, instances where um, participants or um, individuals coming into the center under the influence and how can they deal with that situation um, and so having um, having a professional development right now at the foundation um, that deals with supporting um, frontline workers in um, you know being knowledgeable um, in terms of how to um, engage how to support um, clients participants individuals coming into their space who are under the influence in a respectful manner um, so that's that's something that we have right now at the foundation great and um uh, we were just about out of time, but um, is there anything you'd like to say um, before we sign off? Um, that um, we, I welcome you to keep listening to Vikas Radio and our podcast. Um, you will learn more about the sector, more about our community. So thank you for having me. Thank you. Oh, and thank you so much. Uh, Neneth Panyas is a Community Grants Associate at the Winnipeg Foundation. Thank you again, Neneth, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Welcome back to Because Radio. Robert and Sonny here with you today, live on 93.7 CJNU. And we are now joined by Jennifer Litchfield. She is the Senior Associate and Counsel for Donor Engagement at the Winnipeg Foundation. Jennifer, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. So we want to talk a little bit about the gifts that the foundation receives. We've heard a little bit about the grants, but none of those are possible without uh, without the support from generous donors. And many of the gifts that the foundation has received have been in the form of bequests or gifts that are made in donors' wills. So I'm wondering if you can speak to why bequests are so important to the foundation and to our community. Sure. I mean, um, like you said, we receive many different kinds of gifts, and we appreciate all gifts, like of all sizes, um, to all of our various aspects of our programming and our work. Um, they're all really valuable. Uh, the legacy gifts, or gifts and wills, or gifts that are made sort of in the future, are interesting just because they are made for the future of our community. And so, people put a little bit of thought into uh, what they want to see carried on and carried forward, not just in their own name, but for the broader community and being part of um, securing the future for our community. So they're important in that sense of maintaining and moving things forward as we go along. Yeah, and as we mentioned, a very important part of the foundation's work is the donors. And to celebrate them, uh, we do have a annual Legacy Circle luncheon that's going to be taking place next week. What is the Legacy Circle and what does it represent? Uh, great question. The Legacy Circle is really the foundation's way of saying thank you to people who are leaving a gift in their will or in another um, vehicle where we maybe don't receive the will right or we don't receive the gift right away. Um, and so when the gift arrives, the person who made it is already gone and we can't say thank you at that time. So it's really important for us to be able to say thank you to people while they're living who have made that commitment um, to the future of the community and to be able to show them what their gift will do when it arrives by showing them what other people's gifts have done. 
That's great. And uh, next week's Legacy Circle Luncheon uh, honors women who have shaped our community through philanthropy. And I'm wondering if you can tell, give us a few examples about uh, some of the women who have supported our community over the years. Sure. I mean, there's lots of examples to choose from. I like to go back to our roots. A lot of people um, hear and know that the foundation was originally established by William Alloway, but they don't always hear that Elizabeth Alloway was pretty pivotal in the creation of the foundation as well. She's actually the first person who left a gift in her will um, for the foundation, and she actually left a gift in her will. She actually passed away before William Alloway, so it wasn't even that she received money from her husband and then gifted it to the foundation. She actually had her own wealth that she gifted to the foundation and that was a choice she made and it really grew the foundation in the early days um, of our existence. And interestingly enough, after William Alloway made the initial gift to create the foundation, the second gift we received was from an anonymous widow. Um, So I like to think of her as the woman who really made the foundation a community foundation. Before that, it was just a private donation from William Alloway. So those are are sort of two almost founding women who really helped get the foundation off to a start. And the ones that are continuing this um, foundation is our current donors. So if anything, if anyone listening would like to learn more about making a gift to the Winnipeg Foundation or the Foundation's Legacy Circle, how can people learn more? And is there anything else that you would like to add? They can learn more by visiting our website at www.wpgfdn.org. Org, or they can give us a call at 204-944-9474. Um, again, I'm Jennifer Litchfield, so I tend to work with people specifically interested in maybe leaving a legacy in their will. And there are lots of other ways that people can support the foundation and the community through us. They're welcome to call our general line and, and our receptionist would direct them to someone from our donor engagement team who'd be happy to walk them through all their options. And um, other than that, I would just say again, um, we appreciate any support. And like Robert said when we started, we really can't make those grants and that funding into the community without the support of our donors. And uh, whether you're giving like the widow's might, which was, you know, three gold coins worth $15, or you're giving a much larger donation through your will, uh, we appreciate it and it all goes a long way towards supporting the community. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, uh, Jennifer Litchfield, for joining us today and um, sharing some information about the Foundation's Legacy Circle and about how people can can join all those donors who have, um, you know, had the foresight and generosity to uh, make gifts to the community. Coming up next here on Because Radio, um, the station manager of CJNU, Adam Glynn, will be joining us, and we'll also be joined by Nolan Bicknell. He is the host, I was going to say co-host, from back in the River City 360 days. He's the host of the Because and Effect podcast, and we'll be learning a little bit more um, about CJNU's uh, partnership with the Winnipeg Foundation.
Welcome back to Because Radio, the live version. My name is Nolan Bicknell, former host of River City 360 and now current host of the Because and Effect podcast. I'm now joined in studio by Adam Glynn. He is the, what's your official title actually? Well, I don't know, chief cook and bottle washer, he something like that. He does everything. Station manager is the title, but you know, I'm one of those people who doesn't have a job description. I've got a blank piece of paper with a small print thing that says other duties as assigned. And there, those duties are plentiful and robust. Uh, this weekend, obviously, is the pledge drive we're going to talk about that in a second but we're going to kind of do a little mini podcast with you right now i host like i said the because and effect podcast which is the winnipeg foundations podcast where i talk to people about the causes that they care about and the effect that it has on their lives so i'm let's just talk about your causes obviously you're a huge radio fanatic i've known you to uh kind of know every little thing about even canadian radio which is really cool but uh where where did this all start where did your fascination with radio come into play that's an interesting question on one level i don't know but on another level i think back to being a kid and i see photos of me when i was maybe two or three years old and i was given a fisher price cassette recorder that had a microphone on the side it actually worked to record and it worked very cool so you could record yourself on tapes and have fun and enjoy yourself and uh, little three-year-old me was having a great time with this. Beautiful. Well, so now you're sort of a big, a big boy, big grown-up, doing the, doing it that. for real. Um, how has this weekend been going for you? The preparation with the pledge drive. Tell maybe for people who might be just tuning in or listening to the podcast version of this show. Tell us about the pledge drive and everything that's happening here down at CGNU. For sure. So. Uh Macro view, CJNU is Winnipeg's community radio station. We've had this incredible partnership with the Winnipeg Foundation for, God, going on 13 years at this point. The Foundation's been one of our most amazing sponsors. And in the last five years or so, we've been producing radio programs together. Started as River City 360, which started as a 15-minute segment, grew to a half hour, then a full hour show. That then evolved into Because Radio. And now you, Nolan, have spun things off with the Because and Effect podcast, which is truly amazing. And (laughs) I always want to say this to everyone. Podcasting is the best thing ever because a podcast is an on-demand radio show. Absolutely. So easy. Absolutely. And yeah, we've been doing the podcast for one and a half seasons now. I'm on episode 20, I think. And it's been a lot of fun. Um, have you listened to a couple? I'm going to put you on the spot. I absolutely have. Well, thank you. I really enjoyed the conversation with uh, Cal Barteski in oh, particular. Oh, yes. That was right in here in this studio. It was a lot of fun to do. So uh, that's Macro View, CJNU, yeah. Winnipeg Foundation, amazing partnership. And we're a community radio station, non-profit. We operate as a cooperative, so anyone can literally take ownership in this radio station. We're powered almost exclusively by volunteers. I'm a member of staff. I'm one of two. We have a couple of contractors who help us out with little bits and pieces, and they pay me exactly what they can afford, which I can assure you is not much because I am cheap. But I love working in the nonprofit sector, and all of my working career has either been radio, nonprofit, or both at the same time. So this is the culmination of my career. So CJNU does amazing things in the community. We broadcast on behalf of other charities, nonprofits, arts and cultural organizations, community groups. We also work with small local businesses, people who might otherwise have no opportunity to be on radio. And we don't charge big money for this because we're not in this to make money. We're a nonprofit. I always say to people, we're in this just to cover our costs. So we would never, ever ask for big money from anyone. Pledge Drive is the one time each year that we open up our arms and say, public, listening at home, we love you so much. Wherever you may be, thank you for inviting us into your home, your car, your kitchen, doesn't matter. Thank you. Even if it's just one program a week you listen to on CJNU, thank you for having us as part of your world. We need your help to keep around, because as a non-profit, even one powered almost exclusively by volunteers, there are real costs in operating a business, a radio station. For sure. Whether it's licensing the music that we play, whether it's 
simple things like paying for internet, paying for phone lines. Lock, keeping the lights on. Yeah, it's, it's, it's no mean feat when you start adding all of these things up. So Pledge Drive is the one time each year that we say, for four days, we're going to have a party. We're going to celebrate everything that the station is and does, celebrate the good news stories in our community, talk to some of those change makers in our community, and focus on what they do, because we are the platform for kind of positivity and good news stories. And at the same time, flip it back and say, hey, isn't it amazing that we have this platform? Isn't it amazing that we have the privilege of getting to talk to these incredible people and play the music that no one else plays? We love and respect the rest of radio. You touched on it briefly already. I, I'm definitely a radio nut. And people have said to me, oh, Adam, I feel guilty that I listen to other radio stations. And I say, for heaven's <laughs> sake, I listen to other radio stations. Radio's great. Get what you can. Every radio station does something really well. So here in Winnipeg, we're so really lucky to have as many radio stations as we do, whether they're uh, public broadcasters like the CBC, uh, fellow community broadcasters like the university stations and the French station, or whether it's uh, private radio stations that are in this for, you know, their shareholders and profit and all that kind of stuff. But you listen to the product and they put something out there that's good. So there's choice. But if we're even just a little part of your choice and we're just a little part of what you listen to, that's amazing. And if you like just one program a week that we do, even if it's just an hour a week, maybe consider making a contribution because we're not in this to try and make the money. We're just in this to keep going. So if you like that hour and you want to continue listening to that hour, throw in a few bucks. Or if you like a lot more than an hour, maybe throw in more than a few bucks. Every little bit helps. And I remember seeing some of the numbers of how many people contribute during the pledge drives. How do you feel when you see such an outpouring of respect every single year from, from your members and from people who are just throwing a couple bucks, like you said? Um, overwhelmed yeah. in the most positive way possible. It's quite remarkable when people put such a vote of confidence in something that you as an individual have such passion for. I care deeply about this radio station. I care deeply about the fact that we get to do these amazing things. And it's, it's a joy to be able to work here because it's never work. There are moments. There are always moments. But it is never work. I get to go home and say, man, that was awesome. And I think Winnipeg would be weird without having a place like CJNU without having a, a platform like this. I agree. Not just for the music, but especially for the, the good news stuff. Because you watch other television networks and you listen to other radio stations. And like I say, they do amazing things. But there's always a focus on the negative. If you want a break from the chaos, CJNU is where you want to we're, be. We're trying to avoid the, the news cycle. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean that we're out of touch. We know what's going on and we're very on the pulse with what's happening in our community. But if it's a big, heavy-hitting issue, let's say... A good example that's always in the minds of a lot of people in Winnipeg is the meth crisis, right. quote unquote. Well, if we're talking about that here at CJNU, we would rather say, look at the amazing work that's being done to help people. Mm -hmm. Look at the charities that are out there, feet on the ground with volunteers who are trying to figure out a way to handle this situation better. Look at the people in the police service who mm -hmm. are working hard to make sure that things are being taken care of and that ultimately people are being taken care right. of, trying to work on the, the systemic things that might cause the problems rather than just the effects of the problems. Absolutely. So we're here to be that kind of alternative platform and that alternative 
perspective. It's a beautiful thing. It's why we love CJ and you so much. And it, it kind of echoes what Because Radio is and, and does as well. It's talking about those good stories, talking about those change makers and those impact makers in the city who are actually working to make things better and hopefully inspire others to do the same. That's kind of what I do on the podcast as well is, you know, talk to people who are making a difference and who care about a cause and how it affects their life. Now, I know you're interviewing me, but I have to flip the mic back <laughs> in your direction and say, Nolan, growing from River City 360, looking at all of the awesome things happening in the community into Because Radio and looking at those key causes that people can support. And of course, the Winnipeg Foundation is arguably the best way to support any cause you want to help in this city. Because I'm not joking when I say the idea of endowment is something that people really need to get behind. Yeah, look, yeah, look not into even it. If it's, not even if you don't want to learn about how it works, it doesn't matter. But the idea with the Winnipeg Foundation is you give now and the foundation gets to keep giving forever. Exactly. It's, yeah, it's very insane. True. It's, it's, very in- it's inspirational for sure. So you got to watch this evolution of the program and now you're doing the podcast mm-hmm. and getting to talk to some of these amazing figures in our community in more depth. What's it like meeting these people? Um, I used to be a very cynical person. There's still glimpses of it that appear here and there when I see some of the things that are happening in the world. But every single day I wake up now and opposed to, as opposed to being sort of a negative Nancy, I'm now, I know there are way more good people than there are bad. I know there are way more good things happening than there are bad. And we just sort of get fed this media diet of the negative. And when I talk to someone like yourself, who's making it their mission to make the world a better place in whatever little way we can, it really has restored my faith in humanity that I once had as a young man. And, and it's, uh, it's an absolute privilege. It's an absolute like delight to get to talk to some of these people. I'm just some random kid from Russell, Manitoba. You know, I, I don't really have any sort of claim to anything, but when I get to sit down with someone and talk to them for, you know, half an hour or an hour or whatever, however long the conversation lasts, um, it makes me feel like I'm doing what I am supposed to be doing and talking to people about the things that they are really, truly passionate about gets me passionate about the things that I'm passionate about. And then that helps me to sort of keep marching forward and keep raising funds and keep doing things that make the world a better place and keep sharing those experiences with others. Because I think that's a big part of it is you, you don't want to sort of sit back and just let the world happen as it may. We can affect the world even if it's in a small way, it still makes it better. And I think that's what the podcast is all about. That's what Because Radio is all about. And that's what sort of becoming a member of CJNU or anything is all about. It's just making that little difference that can sort of like a stone in the water. It sends ripples out and then other people want to join in. And and that's probably the best part about it, I would say. Sometimes it's as small as attitude. You think of yourself as, you know, some kid from Russell, Manitoba. (laughs) Well, I'm some kid from London, England. And I think... (laughs) What? How did I end up here? Uh, well, I got imported by my wife, but that's by the by. <laughs> Winnipeg is an amazing place. Sure this is. is a weird city, and I mean that with all love and affection. Seriously, I love being a Winnipegger. I am a very, very proud Winnipegger. There are lots of weird things about this city, but they're all brilliant. And the fact that it is a big city with everything you could ever want, but a small town where you can get to know people means that we have a pretty magical place here. It's absolutely beautiful. So if you want to support, where can people find out more information about the pledge drive happening this weekend and just more information about CJNU in general? So CJNU has an amazing website, cjnu.ca. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Just look for CJNU937 because, of course, we are at 93.7 FM. If you want to get involved with Pledge Drive, 
cjnu.ca, right on the front page, you will find information about incentives for donating at certain levels. You will find out about prize draws. Or just keep your ears tuned toward 93.7 or on our website at cjnu.ca. And if you're listening to this afterwards as a podcast, it makes no difference. You can still get involved. In fact, we've got grand prize draws that we're going to be keeping open all the way through until mid-November to give everyone a chance to get involved. And we've got some pretty amazing prizes. So, like I said, Pledge Drive is a four-day party. We're not doing this as, you know, a begging kind of thing. We're just saying... It's a celebration. We love what we do. If you love what we do too, then please consider helping us keep on doing it. And we'd rather make it fun and give you an opportunity to win something too well good luck it's going to be a chaotic weekend but it's going to be fun it's going to energize you hopefully and uh yeah give us a call come to the website come on down to to the radio station and, and experience the celebration with us as well adam glenn station manager here at cjnu thank you for talking to us today and nolan bicknell thank you so much for your time too it's great to have you back in the studio Thank you so much, Nolan, and thank you so much to CJ News, Adam Glynn, for joining us today on Because Radio. And that's a wrap for our first live episode of Because Radio. Thank you very much for listening, and thank you to all of our guests who joined us today. Because Radio is produced by the Winnipeg Foundation in partnership with 93.7 CJNU. Our Because Radio theme music, Call of the North, was written and performed by Micah Ehrenberg. And you can find more of his music at MicahEhrenberg.com. If you'd like to listen to previous episodes or subscribe to our podcast, please visit BecauseRadio.org. Again, that's BecauseRadio.org. And if you have any feedback about today's show, ideas for stories, or ideas for Winnipeg impact makers for future shows, please give us a call at 204-944-9474, extension 360, or email us at becauseradio at wpgfdn.org. You can also follow the Winnipeg Foundation on social media by searching at WPGFDN on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I'm Robert Zirk, signing off for Because Radio. And I'm Sonny Promolo. Thank you so much for listening, and have a great weekend. <laughs>